Welcome to today's Daily Devo. Hey, I was listening to some of my old recordings, and man, if you stayed awake through those, thank you. I was talking so slow, those pauses, and um, put me to sleep. So thank you for being willing to try again, to listen again to my recordings. And um, I'm going to try to talk a little bit faster this time and hopefully, hopefully keep you awake. Um, this set of passages was a little bit difficult for me to find something I wanted to talk about, and it took a took a few times browsing through them. And then finally, um, in Genesis chapter 11, verse 27, through Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, um, I found something interesting that I wanted to talk to you guys about. So this passage talks about um, Terah, Abram, who later became Abraham's father, and gives uh, gives an account of Terah's family. Um, one thing that was kind of interesting in this first the first few verses is how the relationships of of his family works out. Um, one is Lot. Lot is a character that gets talked about a lot later on as he goes out with Abram. But um, there's some kind of interesting marriage stuff in in verse 29. I'll leave that as an Easter egg for you to go and find out yourself. Uh, track who's married to who and maybe try to make a family tree. And um, there might be some surprises in there. Um, anyway, that's that's not what I really wanted to talk about. Um, what was really interesting in this is that Tara, actually, was he left his hometown and he um, went on a journey to go find a new place to live, similar to what God called Abram to. That's in, so verse 31, it talks about that. And so he left Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. Canaan, that's, that's what caught my attention. He went to go to Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. So that's the end of verse 31. Terah lived 205 years and he died in Haran. So then we see God's call to Abram to leave the country, leave his people, leave his father's household to a land he will show him. And where does God take Abram? Abram heads out to Canaan. I I never realized that. I never realized that Abram picked up on the journey that his father intended to complete, but never did. And to me, that that really struck me. It struck me in a couple ways. First was, um, it seemed like, and, and maybe this isn't fair, but it, it seems like maybe Terah didn't go as far as he should have. Maybe Terah should have gone to Canaan, but instead he stopped in Haran. Maybe Abram should have grown up in Canaan for those years that he lived there with his father. Um, and so it made me think about what God's call is on my life. And I want to take my family as far as I can into God's promises and into God's leading. I want to make sure that I take them as far on the journey as I can and that I don't settle somewhere that's only halfway there. The other thing, the other side of that, though, is that that didn't stop God's plan at all. God still has his plan for Abram, and Terah settling in Haran was no problem for God to complete his work and promises in Abram's life. Abram set out. He sojourned into, um, into this new land. He made it to Canaan. He kept pressing on. Um, and at Canaan, um, if you look a little bit further, probably in tomorrow's reading, 
but it talks about in chapter 5, let's see, they let out, oh, sorry, they went to the land of Canaan, and then here it is. So he built an altar to the Lord, because in, chapter, in verse 6, the Lord, no, 7, the Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your offspring, I will give this land. So God was already talking to Abram about the future promises that he had for the his family in this land of Canaan. So, we see in Abram's life that God's promises and God's plans for him still come true. No matter what Terah may or may not have done to take Abram as far as he could have, God's plans still were fruitful and still came true in Abram's life. I have a had a pastor and he liked to give an illustration about his family on Saturday mornings. So, Saturday mornings, his family would always go and make waffles. So, he would go down, and with all of his kids, they would go and make waffles. And so, they'd have little kids, they'd have older kids, they had just kind of a a big range of, of kids in their household, and they would always make waffles for the family on Saturday morning. And no matter how badly those kids did on the waffles, there was always dad there to make sure that they had waffles for breakfast on Saturday morning. If they put too much of one ingredient, if they forgot one ingredient, if um, if they dropped a glass and broke it, no matter what it was that, that they did that seemed to be in the way of them getting waffles for breakfast, Dad was always there to fix it. Dad made sure that they had waffles for breakfast. And in a similar way, God makes sure that His plans come true. We don't we can't mess up God's plan by our failings and our shortcomings, but we get the opportunity to be a blessing to those around us and to have the joy of following God by doing as He says and trusting in His promises. Let me pray for us. Father, thank You so much that we can't mess up Your plans, but also that we get to be a part of Your plans. Help us to be faithful in that. Please show us what where You're at work in us, where You're at work around us, and how we can best join into that. We love you, God, and we thank you for your invitation to live life with you and the freedom to fail. We love you, God. Amen.